Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Hi, this is Ed Dollister, and welcome to episode 15 of the IndyCast, your weekly look at Indiana Jones news from around the world. Now, if you thought that the week after the trailer was released, there would be a bit of a lull in the news, well, you'd be totally wrong. So let's get straight into this week's episode. Dr. Jones, now, you must understand that this is all strictly confidential, right? I understand. Every clue he followed, every discovery he made. These pages are taken from Professor Jones' diary, Your Highness. Archaeology is the search for fact, not truth. Paramount announced this week that it would be releasing special editions of the original Indiana Jones films on May 13th in standard DVD format. Perhaps a Blu-ray format DVD release of the films may be available as well, given the end of the format war and Paramount's announcement to join the Blu-ray camp. There'll be more information on these special editions in the coming days, so stay tuned. Steven Spielberg recently spoke of how very difficult it was to finish the soon-to-be-released Indy 4. Just after receiving the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Visual Effects Society, Spielberg said the reluctance to complete this production was a sentiment felt not only by him, but his cast as well. It was awful the last day of shooting because I didn't want it to end, said Spielberg. Harrison didn't want it to end, Karen, none of us wanted it to end. It was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Well, let's hope that means it won't. I'm sure most people would be up for an Indy 5, or why not go the Clone Wars angle with a CGI series? I reckon that'd be great. Speaking of awards, it's Oscar time, and a couple of Indy 4 heavyweights will be handing out the gongs on Monday night. Of note, we'll get to see Harrison Ford present alongside other Hollywood luminaries, including Indy 4 co-star Kate Blanchett. Most indie fans are aware that getting Indy 4 to the big screen has been about as difficult as getting the Ark of the Covenant. Well, Tom Burns from TheDeadBolt.com takes a look at some of the rumoured script ideas like Chris Columbus's Indiana Jones and the Monkey King, Jeb Stewart's Indiana Jones and the Source of Men from Mars, and some rumoured ideas from Frank Darabont's abandoned Indiana Jones 4 script. The author looks at each plot and breaks it down into the good, the bad and the ugly. While seasoned indie fans may already be aware of these, it still makes for a fascinating read. Check out the link to the article in the show notes. Recently, Attack of the Show turned their quick wit on the return of everyone's favourite globe-trotting archaeologists. While you won't be seeing these scenes in Indiana Jones 4 on May 22nd, they are well worth watching. So if you are looking to crack a smile along with a bullwhip, look no further than Attack of the Show's Indiana Jones outtakes. Just a heads up that these won't work for Aussie viewers as they've been region blocked, but don't worry, I'm sure they'll turn up on YouTube soon enough. Check out the show notes for a link. Indiana Jones tote and Cairo swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark collection, new from Kenner. You know how long I've been looking for that? All your life? All my life. 
Well, the New York Toy Fair is hit and I'm sure many of you, like me, have spent hours looking over all the new Indiana Jones toys. Now, I won't spend this segment going through all that there is on offer, otherwise this would be a four-hour podcast. I will say that there is some pretty cool stuff coming out in the upcoming months. My faves have to be the three and three-quarter indie deluxe figures, the return of some really cool playset, and yes, while they're not as high-end as the sideshow versions, I like the 12-inch figures. They look fun, and that scale mail-away arc is pretty sweet. Well, as I said, I could go on for four hours with something like this, so my advice is to check out the excellent coverage with Dan Curto and Cool Toy Review at www.cooltoyreview.com. No doubt by now you've seen the Sideshow exclusive version of the new Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark 12-inch figure, which has since sold out during its Toy Fair celebration, but you can still sign up for the waitlist. Plus, you can place your pre-order for the regular edition. Now, the Indiana Jones figure includes a 12-inch male body, makes sense, with 30-plus points of articulation, an authentic likeness of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. The only thing I'm not sold on is the 5 o'clock shadow. It looks a little painted on. You also get an alternate head with hat permanently attached, a hat with fabric lining, shirts, pants, belt, leather jacket, boots, revolver, high-power pistol with a removable magazine, detailed belt with a holster, coiled bullwhip with a tie, also an articulated bullwhip, satchel, idle artifact, sandbag, two sets of interchangeable gloved hands, two sets of interchangeable bare hands, an exclusive torch and dart, and a display base with an Indiana Jones logo. Wow. Additionally, Sideshow is announcing that the exclusive edition side has been set to a low 1,500 pieces worldwide, so if you got that, congratulations. Take a look at the production blog in the show notes, and I've put an image of the figure up in the IndieCast Flickr page. With a lot of focus on the Hasbro line, we can't forget Indy in his brick format, and one way you won't is with this life-size Indy made out of Lego. Greeting visitors to the Lego stand of the New York Toy Fair, the life-size Indy sports a real gold idol, okay, a non-Lego idol, and a leather bullwhip. I've added a pic to the IndieCast Flickr page. Still with LEGO, some of the more spectacular images from the Toy Fair were those of the forthcoming LEGO sets based on Indy 4. Lucky attendees saw first-hand LEGO's offerings and provided some tantalising peeks at the action sequences. Images have flooded the internet and not adding to that list are the box shots of those Indy 4 building block sets. But be forewarned, these could be spoilers if you haven't seen the new trailer. I've added them to the IndyCast Flickr page as well as a limited freebie to the Toy Fair visitors, a LEGO Indy Han Solo transformation chamber. Check it out at the IndyCast Flickr page. Well, the International Toy Fair happening in New York has unveiled a treasure trove of collectibles and playthings for indie fans, but perhaps the most unusual looking toys are the Mighty Mugs from Hasbro. Touted as being made from 100% recycled coolness, the new line of figures of Indiana Jones figures will join the ranks of Star Wars figures already hitting store shelves. As what can only be described as a cross between a traditional action figure and Stewie from The Family Guy, these figures stand from about 7 to 8 inches and have large cartoon stylized head and a chunky body. Visit CoolToyReview.com for a closer look. With the newest sets of Topps Indiana Jones cars due to hit this month, anticipation has been growing and fans are eager to see what the chase cards are going to be. StarWars.com sat down with one of the artists providing some of these cards, Kevin Graham, who not only shared his artwork but also recollections on when he first saw Indy. Visit StarWars.com for details. And still with Tops, artist Jeff Chandler sent in some copies of his sketch cards, and boy, they look fantastic. I especially love the shadow of Indy over some familiar droid hieroglyphs. I've added them to the Flickr page, so check them out for a closer look. I will take the books now. 
What, what book? book? You have the diary in your pocket. There are pages torn out of this. This book contained a map. Where are these missing pages? This map. We must have these pages back. StarWars.com is previewing the upcoming novelizations of Indy's big screen adventures and the addition of the newest volume, namely Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. While editions of The Temple of Doom and Last Crusade appeared in the 1980s when the films were released, this marks the first time a junior novelization of Raiders of the Lost Ark will be published. The publishers of Archie Comics will be showing their indie influence with Jughead and Friends Digest number 42. Yes, even Archie's old pal Jughead will be getting into the action-adventure game, albeit with a humorous approach, with Riverdale Jones and the Temple of Food. Check out the Flickr page for a look at the cover. Don't worry, this is kids' play. Uh-oh. What did you do now, Indy? I think I turned it on. Indiana Jones, the video game. Hey, beauty, that is all beauty. Recently it was announced that for the first time in a Lego video game, Lego Indiana Jones would support simultaneous four-player action. Unfortunately, that appears not to be the case. Lego Indiana Jones, the original adventures will feature the user-friendly drop-in, drop-out, two-player cooperative feature that players have come to know and love, the game's producer said, speaking to MTV Multiplayer. However, we are not expanding this feature to a higher player count. I certainly do apologise for any confusion that has arisen. We must have been in the Lego-induced haze at the collector's party. Well, they also have a first look at the Lego version of Mola Ram. Check it out to become a true believer. And finally, a source at LucasArts unofficially revealed during the Game Developers Conference that another Indiana Jones game, which, after being in pre-production for roughly two years and was sidetracked due to the development of Star Wars The Force Unleashed, has only just gone into production. Similarly to The Force Unleashed, this new Indiana Jones game relies on natural motions euphoria technology. While we've seen early demos of the game in the past, remember the demo of Indy finding it out on top of a San Francisco cable car? This is the first official confirmation. Will they change the setting? and release it in time for a DVD release? Only time will tell. I've added a screenshot to the IndyCast Flickr page. It's today's mail, and it's been opened. Dr. Schneider, message from Berlin. We should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. This week, the inbox has been overflowing again. Thanks for all your feedback. First up is an email from Rob. Rob writes, G'day Ed, this is Rob from Calgary, Canada. I've listened to all of your IndyCasts, and I can't thank you enough for feeding my passion for the indie films. With each podcast I listen to, my anticipation for the Crystal Skull is magnified. I remember seeing Raiders for the first time when I was about 11 years old. Going to a movie was a big deal when I was a kid. My parents just didn't have the money to take my three siblings and me to the theatre. Fortunately for me, my best friend Colin happened to have a paper route, which meant that there was a source of money for us to actually go for a movie. He was generous enough to pay for my ticket. We stood in line for a long time, pretty much talking Star Wars for the whole time and wondering what it would be like to see Han Solo in a story set here on Earth. I remember hearing the John Williams score for the credits of the film as it played while we waited our turn outside the theatre doors. It got me excited because it sounded a lot like Star Wars to me at the time. The opening establishing scenes of the film were captivating and I completely abandoned myself to the story of the Lost Ark. Colin and I were completely freaked by the melting and exploding heads. I still remember reenacting the scene where Indy faces the foe with a giant sword and simply pulls out his gun and ends it all. It was the first film that ever redirected our conversational focus away from Star Wars for a while. I recently watched a Crystal Skull trailer with my son, and when I saw the scene in the warehouse, the one quite similar to the warehouse at the end of Raiders, I cheered yes in hopes that this movie will take us full circle and return us to the Ark in some way. 
Well, thanks for the email, Rob. I, I do get the feeling that Indy 4 will come full circle, given, especially given the uh, return of Marion and some recent comments from Shire, who's kind of confirmed that it could be the same warehouse from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thanks for the email. Now, here is an email from IndyCast listener and fellow Muppet fan, Eleonora, who writes... I'm going to start with you're doing a great job. I've been listening since episode one when it just appeared in iTunes with the Forcecast and they've just gotten better with each episode. I also like that you kept it pretty much spoiler free. I seem to be one of those people who are able to avoid spoilers without even really trying. I'd actually forgotten about the trailer until I listened to the latest IndyCast. So one of the first things I did when I got to work was watch the trailer. Work? What work? I think the trailer was perfect for what it is, a teaser. It had just the right amount of movie clips without really giving anything away plot-wise. I actually liked the montage at the beginning. It just seemed to set the stage for the rest of the trailer. All in all, I'm really looking forward to seeing this movie and the trailer only reinforced that sentiment. Thanks, Eleonora. I really like the teaser too, but I'm really looking forward to the main trailer. Thanks again for the email and keep loving those Muppets. John from Irvine wrote in with his review of the indie trailer. John writes... I wanted to tell you what I thought about the Indiana Jones 4 trailer. I saw it in the movies when I went to go see Jumper. Jumper was great, but the indie trailer was even better. I thought the trailer was non-revealing, but awesome. Just seeing the trailer made me think about the PS3 game, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. The game is like a new age Indiana Jones. If you don't have a PlayStation 3, get one just for Uncharted. I think you'll like it. But the trailer was good. Could have flown a little better, but it was great hearing all the cheers of excitement from all the Jumper moviegoers. I was cheering too. Go see Jumper, it's a very entertaining film. Plus, there's the indie trailer on the big screen, so what have you got to lose? Keep the show going strong. Thanks, John. I saw Jumper and thought it was great fun. Certainly not as bad as all the reviews have been saying, and Hayden I thought was excellent. Sadly, we didn't get an Indiana Jones trailer. As for the PS3, I have heard that Drake's Fortune is pretty good, but being a Nintendo man, I might have to wait unless it comes out on the Wii. Next up is an email from Braden. Braden says, Hello, my name is Braden Bow from the corny state of Iowa and I just started to listen to the IndyCast and the Forcecast in the last few days. I must first say that I love both shows and look forward to hearing more. What's on everyone's mind? The new trailer. I've seen it at least 10 times. I'm looking forward to the film greatly. Harrison Ford looks amazing for his age. I don't think there can be any more debate if he is too old. Too Old Issue and others are the only thing I'm concerned about because of all the negativity I'm reading on the internet. Complaining about the look of the cinematography and the people strange to say for CGI. I hope not too many people have prejudged this great looking adventure film. I just don't want to turn this into a fanboy hate fest like the Star Wars prequels did. I love those films and from everything I've seen from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I will love this too. Thanks George and Steven. I can't wait. Well thanks Braden and glad you have started tuning in each week. I agree about Harrison, he looks fantastic as Indy. Remember, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Next is an email from Rascal Rizzo. Greetings from Sebring, Florida. Sebring is about an hour south from the Disney theme parks in case you are wondering. But I'm here dropping a line to say how much I really enjoy your IndyCar show and how I always look forward on hearing the next Indy episodes. You truly do your homework right. I just wish they were longer than the usual 12 to 14 minutes, but hey, I enjoy every second of it. Keep up the awesome work, my friend, from the land down under. May the IndyCast be with you. Stay well from TIE Fighting Rascal. Well, thanks, Rascal. Look, I'd love the episodes to be longer too, though I'm not sure if my voice can handle much more longer for this episode. Glad you enjoy the show and uh, keep on listening. 
IndyCast listener James wrote in and said, Sorry I didn't email you after I saw the trailer last week, but I just can't stop watching it. Heck, I even made the kids watch it and they were as pumped as I was. I still remember being excited waiting for the Temple of Doom and The Last Crusade. Well, I don't think that the release date can come around quick enough. I can't wait to see it and the trailer is awesome. If the cinemas have any brains, they will release the other indies at the same time because I would love to see them on the big screen again. Anyway, expect a review in your mailbox at about 3am on the 22nd because I'm definitely going at midnight and I'll keep it spoiler free until you see it. Thanks James, it would be great to see the first three on a limited run in the cinemas again but given the re-release of the new special editions, I'm not so sure they're going to do it. Anyway, anyway, thanks for the email and I look forward to your spoiler free review. Dave chimed in about the manipulation of the indie trailer from last week. Dave writes, You mentioned in the podcast about the digital manipulation in the indie trailer. I haven't read the forums to see if it's being discussed, but one thing that's noticeable is how badly the manipulation is done. In the HD trailer, watch the soldier on the left behind Indy's companion. The movement of his arms and torso is definitely just wrong. Yep, it sure looks like something's wrong there, Dave. Uh, in fact, it looks like something, one of those bad special effects that I do in my YouTube Indiana Jones video. Well, was it a rush job? Uh, I don't know, but it certainly doesn't look up to the standard of industrial light and magic. Thanks anyway for the email, Dave. And finally, a big thank you to Danny from Maverick Magazine who sent us in a preview of the cover of their Indiana Jones special. It looks fantastic, so check it out at the IndyCast Flickr page. Thanks, Danny. If you have an indie tale, a new story, or just want to say hi, send me an email at ed at comicgenius.com or you can discuss any of the stories you heard today in the dedicated forums at rebelscum.com. Don't forget, you can also send in your indie-related photos to me and I'll add them to the IndieCast Flickr page at www.flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash IndieCast. Well, I thought last episode was big, and my voice has finally made it to the very end of our biggest episode yet. Remember to check out the show notes for further details on all the stories we cover today. Special thanks to IndieCast correspondent Mitchell Halleck, and as always, Jason, Pete, Jimmy, Mac, Dan, Dustin, Jay, and everyone at TheForce.net. This is Ed Dollister telling you to remember... If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. This podcast is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Paramount Pictures and is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Indiana Jones site can be found at www.indianajones.com. Indiana Jones, all names and sounds, and any other Indiana Jones-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Force.net LLC, unless otherwise indicated. Indiana Jones. <sighs> Always knew someday you'd come walking back through my door. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.